baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Father's Day is coming up Sunday. All of us have things that we remember about our fathers, things that touched us and things that resonated with us. Some have gone on to write a book about it, including my next guest, as Michael Reagan joins us right now, New York Times best-selling author. Yes, the name is the same as the president. Ronald was his father, and the book is called Lessons My Father Taught Me, The Strength, Integrity, and Faith of Ronald Reagan. Mike, it is good to have you on KDKA. How are you? I am absolutely terrific. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. I love the way that you have broken things down into different layers for us. And I want to start, and I'm just going to go through with some of the things that resonated with me and give you a chance to expound on them. One of the things that your dad said was in the chapter about speaking the truth and living the truth. He said, defend historical truth. Dad never worried about political correctness or slanders of his critics. His only concerns were as follows. What do the American people think? What is the truth they need to know? His uncompromisingly honest approach gave him a lot of freedom to simply speak the truth as he saw it and let the chips fall where they may. It gave him the freedom to call the Soviet Union the evil empire and demand that Mr. Gorbachev tear down the wall. Mike, when did you realize this was part of your father's DNA? Oh, you know... Early on in, in my life, you know, my father was always a happy Irishman, mm. um, singing singing military songs to me in the right front seat of a station wagon, riding out to a ranch on any given Saturday morning after he picked me up from my mom's and regaling me with the Army, the Navy, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and all those things. I mean, just, he loved America, just absolutely loved America, and and would talk about it and sing about it and and, and what have you. And it was great just sitting, riding out to the ranch. I mean, I learned about the tax system in America, riding out to the ranch. I mm. mean, things like, you talk about, my dad was one of these people. If you asked him what time it was, he'd tell you how the watch was made. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you really couched the questions you asked him. And maybe where the watch was made too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I asked him one time. I asked him for a larger allowance and heard about the tax system in America. That's right. That's I just right. wanted a new I just wanted a larger allowance. I don't care about You were 11 and your eyes were rolling back in your head saying, are you still talking to me, dad, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but he promised to give me an increase if a new president was elected, gave him a tax break, and that was Kennedy. And so when Kennedy's elected, he raised me from one dollar to five dollars a week. So there you go. All right. So I became a Democrat real quick. Yep. I, I, yep. You know, that's the way it worked out. Uh, but no, he did. He he's, he read everything. I, I tell young people when I'm, I'm doing a thing for Young America's Foundation, who bought the ranch 25 years ago. When I speak to the high school kids and the college kids up there. I mean, readers are leaders. And and if you're reading, you're going to be leading. And my dad, I learned that from somebody uh, from Pennsylvania. And and it's interesting because he read everything. You know, most people sit there and have bookshelves with books on them they never read just to impress people. Mm-hmm. He actually read these books over and over and over again. He had like a photographic memory. And 
And so he read so much. So when he could say the evil empire, he got it. He understood it, even though everyone in the administration and the State Department never likes presidents. The State Department just couldn't believe he would say something of that nature. But he was speaking the truth to power. It is an evil empire. Get over it. And uh, or Mikhail Gorbachev at the Berlin Wall, which, by the way, yesterday was the anniversary of that speech. And everybody, everybody wanted to take it out of the speech. In fact, it was taken out eight or nine times. But he kept on putting it back in the speech. And sure enough, he gives that speech. And now when you think of Ronald Reagan, you think about that quote, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Again, truth to power. Or like with me as a young boy, not young boy, geez, I was, gosh, how old was I? 1976, I was 30, 31, you know, when dad lost the nomination. Right. And I asked my dad, why do you want to run for president? He said, for so long, Michael, I've watched American presidents sit down with secretary generals of the Soviet Union. And every time we sit down with them, they ask us to give up something to get along with them. He said, I want to be president of the United States so I could sit down with secretary general. And I was going to let him pick the table, the chairs, and the place, because that's how they do things at that level, Mike. He said, and while he was telling me what it was I was going to have to give up to get along with him, I was going to get up from my side of the table, walk around the other side, and lean over and whisper in his ear, Nyet. I want to be the first president to say Nyet to a secretary general of the Soviet Union. And guess what? Ten years later in Reykjavik, Iceland, Mikhail Gorbachev says, I'll only sign the INF Treaty if you give up Star Wars or SDI. Everybody there except Ronald Reagan was worried about the legacy of Ronald Reagan, and they thought signing it there would have been the legacy for him they could put down in history. Ronald Reagan said, yet, and turned and walked away. A year later, Mikhail Gorbachev comes to Washington, signs the agreement. Do you think that comes from, and, and one of the things that you picked out, leaders or readers, I mean, at page 208 of the book, it simply says, leaders read books as opposed to text messages and emails and tweets. Leaders have the ability to focus and absorb the printed word. A great book can entertain us, instruct us, change our lives. Read great books and you'll be thinking great thoughts. Is there a correlation between his ability to stand up to someone and what he was filling his mind with? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he you know, he became a Christian by reading a great book. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how he became a Christian back in the early tw- 1920s. Yeah. Read a great book, read the book, walked up to his mother. He said, I want to be, I want to be a Christian. I want to accept Christ as my Lord and Savior. Yeah. He, he's living in a house. His mother's a disciples of Christ. You know, he's got a brother who's Catholic, a father who's Catholic, and a mother's disciples of Christ. Said, I want to become a Christian. I want to accept Christ. So now you had the same household. You had dad, Protestant, his mom a Protestant, yeah. his father a Catholic, and his brother a Catholic. So figure that one out. Yeah. And so, again, but here was somebody who who was steeped in the Bible. He taught Sunday school. If you listen, I, I would say to people, go listen to a speech of Ronald Reagan's. Just go li- pick one out. Just listen to it. And you'll find out, my father spoke to you in parables. Yes. He spoke in parables. Simple stories. Simple stories parables. And, and, and that was so great about him, because he made you think. It, it, it's interesting. You have politicians, they give a speech, you walk out the door, you can't remember what they said. Mm-hmm. With Ronald Reagan, you don't ever forget what he said, because it's as alive today as it was back when he gave the speech, as I'm walking by 
the speech yesterday, taking a group on a tour of the library, you know, the time for choosing. Yeah. And we're just sitting there looking at it and saying, that could play today. That speech would play today. Mike, do you think it's because one of the emphases that he had, and he talks about leadership being a we as opposed to an I, he incorporated that in his rhetoric as well, right? That it was an us, it was a we, it wasn't an I say this coming from Mount Olympus, right? It was always we. You'll never find a speech where he says I. It was always we. And what, what's, the, what's the placard he had on his desk? No telling what a man can do and what he can accomplish if he doesn't worry who gets the credit. Right. We live in a world today where everybody's trying to take credit for things. Mm. Instead of giving credit, they, in fact, take credit. That's what they do. And we get we don't get anything accomplished because you don't gain friends. You don't gain. You know, Ronald Reagan made friends of enemies, not enemies of friends. And I remember seeing my dad's funeral and uh, with the family and my son turning around and saying, oh, how great you sitting behind us. You know, and I go, yeah, yeah, because he's. Down underneath, Mikhail Gorbachev really, in one his own way, loved Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Ronald Reagan made him, and he helped make Ronald Reagan, and they worked together. Didn't worry who got the credit, just get the job done. I think it's a wonderful tribute to your father. It was written in 2016, but still every bit as real today, you know, all those years later. And again, if I could recommend a great book for Father's Day, this would certainly be on that list. Lessons My Father Taught Me by Michael Reagan. Kind enough to join us here on the world's first radio station, KDK. Mike, thanks for dropping by. Thank you, my friend. Anytime. Yeah, always good stuff from Michael Reagan. Again, lessons my father taught me. Lessons taught about his father, Ronald, our president. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 